Good evening, it's 8 o'clock in Yerushalayim, and we're learning the second, we're starting to learn about the second book of the Torah called Shmot, uh, because uh, the list of the names of the family of Yaakov, the names, appear right at the beginning of the um, the book of Shmot, and we'll get back to that a little bit later. You know that there are five books of the Torah. But why did the Torah have to be written as five books? Why couldn't it be written as one book run on? I mean, after all, that's how they got it. And yet, if you look, you know, if you get an aliyah in shul, and uh, you're either at the end of the book of Bereshit or the beginning of the book of Shemot, you know that there's a space, three empty lines between the end of Breshid, the beginning of Shemot. In other words, there's an emphasis on the fact that there's some sort of a break between the book of Breshid and the book of Shemot. And though we don't know exactly why that break was seen as being so important, it is interesting that the Ramban relates to the book of Breshid as a book and to the book of Shemot as a book, and that those two books are different. They're not the, they're not the same. Let's see how the Ramban tries to explain this to us. We've come to the end of the book called Breshit. The book of Breshit in Chazal have other names, but we call it Breshit. And then he says, Reshit is the book of Yitzira. Now the book uh, Yitzira is one of the verbs, the verb Yitzira is one of the verbs that's used in the Torah for creation, like another verb is bara. Bara. Reshit bara Elohim. What do we say? Bara something from nothing. And I don't know if that's helpful, if it helps to understand what the Torah is saying or not, but that's what we say. The Ramban, he said that the word that most approximates what happened in the Sefer called Bereshit is the verb Yitzira, creativity, creation. Right, Yitzira applied variously to uh, creation. So Sefer Yitzira bechidush haolam, the creation of the chidush. Chidush is the novel, the novel world, something that didn't exist before, and that Sefer Yitzira bechidush haolam. We say chidush haolam, yesh. May I something from nothing? Yitzira is not something or something, but it's always something from nothing. It was nothing there, and suddenly there is something there. Bechidush olam biyitzirat kol notzar. The book of Breshit is about Yitzira and explains to us what was in fact created. 
Now, besides what was created, the Ramban goes on and says, Uve Mikre Ha'avot. The Mikre is a, an event, a happening, an accident. Mikre Ha'avot. The things that happen in stories in Breshit that talk about the creation, uh, the the events that took place in the lives of Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, right? Sheheim ke'inyan Yitzirah, those events that seem to us to be sometimes rather prosaic about the marriage and running away from an enemy and uh, dealing with uh, people who didn't understand exactly what you were about. They are Yitzira, creation, for their descendants. Mipnei, how so? And this is what the Ramban really thinks, is how he explains various stories in the Torah. All these events that take place for the Avot, for example, Tzirei they are kind of just outlines of things that happen in order that they can lirmoz, hint at ulahodia, and to teach us, to tell us, kol atid lavo lahem. They, they include these stories of the avot because they are just, well, we would call them perhaps mishalim. But they they are ke'inyan yitzira lizaram. It's almost as though the avot are creating yitzira, the future, how it's going to be for their children. all the things that happened to them, tziurei divarim. They are kind of outlines of events. Lirmoz ulahodia kolatid lavolahem. They kind of hint at and actually declare or tell us all that will take place in the future to them. So, what is the book of Breshit about? It's the book of Yitzirah. But Yitzirah doesn't mean the first two chapters of the book of Breshit, but it means every single chapter of Breshit, every story, every event, every move that was made by the Avot, they create patterns in which the children will be able to function and yet remain with their specific challenge to remain close to Hashem. That's their, their specific challenge. And so the Avot, the Avot impress upon them, impress upon them, they, they work in the chromosomes <coughs> to make sure that the children of these Avot will be as the Avot want them to be. This is a complicated thing. Not every we saw in Bereshit up to Noah and, and, and uh, the uh, Tower of Babel. 
when the, when the the people didn't know how to relate to the idea that they felt that there was a closeness to God that they could achieve, it either expressed itself as a revolution or it resected, it, it expressed itself as idolatry. And so it was not an easy thing. It wasn't an easy creation. Making Am Yisrael out of the children of Yaakov was not a simple matter because the children of Yaakov were not always dedicated to this project. So Yitzirah meant intervention by a Okay, that's the first thing that the Ramban teaches us. Then the Ramban goes on and says, After the Yitzirah is complete, and where is the Yitzirah complete with the, the end of the book of Breshit? The death of Yosef. The death of Yosef. And the new world that Bnei Yisrael were living in. That's the whole book of Breshit. It heals Sefer Acher. And because it's a Sefer Acher, there was a space that was designated to separate them. Sefer Acher, here it is, right here. Binyan HaMaseh. Binyan HaMaseh, what action is implied, Habam Min Harim is implied by the, from all of the stories that we understand in the book of Bereshit, Min Harim Azim Ha'em, V'nit Yached, V'nit Yached. And then the book of, of Shmot, Sefer Ve'el Shmot, Be'enyan Hagalot, it's, it's the book of Shmot, is about exile. Harishon, the first exile that Bnei Yisrael went through was the exile in Egypt. Binyan Galut. Binyan Hagalut Harishon, Anigzar Befeirush. The Galut Harishon was Necessary, God, God said there has to be. God told Avram Avinu that they would be enslaved in Egypt. There had to be. Uvigulami manu, there also had to be. In other words, what, what the Ramban is teaching us is that Am Yisrael prepared to receive the Torah, was a Yitzirah. Was a Yitzirah. I mean, all the things that Abram did in Yitzchak and Yaakov, and they are all part of the continuing Jewish history. <coughs> right? But the book of Shemot says this after the Yitzirah, after the creation of the people of the nation of Israel was completed, there were certain kinds of attitudes and feelings and desires that had to be implanted in them through experience, 
and the primary experiences that took place at that time was Galut and Gula. Exile, right? And, and redemption. Exile and redemption. This idea that exile and redemption are, had to be implanted in us, that, that we are responsible. It's not Yitzira any longer. But it's Gula, and Gula becomes our responsibility. We have to somehow get that desire, get that feeling, and the feeling was given to us, and the desire was implanted in us. Like Alut Mitzrayim, the exile in Egypt. What do you need the exile in Egypt for? Because it produced a compassionate people, people who were interested in assuming the privileges of the agreement with the Avot, going back to Eretz Kenan, following the lead of Yaakov Avinu, Anixar Beperusho Begulami Menu, and that's why the Torah starts again listing the names of the people who went down to Mitzrayim, Yorday Mitzrayim, Param, and their exact number, how many they were. Even though this has already been stated at the end of the book of Bereshit, like the names of the people who went down with Yaakov to Mitzrayim is a list. What do you need another list? Why do you need the list at the beginning? All the Rishonim asked this question. Right? It all started from when Yaakov took his family down to Mitzrayim. Yosef was the instigator, and Yaakov was the leader. He went down to Mitzrayim, so it seems like what he's saying is, what he's saying is that the people who went to Mitzrayim were the end of Yitzirah and the beginning of Geula. And they had to be stated twice because there are two things that this group of people was involved with or involved in. Since, after all, going down to Mitzrayim, who Reshit Galut, this was the beginning of Galut. It started at that time when they went down. They went down to Mitzrayim. So somehow, in formation, in the formation of Am Yisrael, in the creation in the creation of the people who would then be able to receive the Torah, the people who would be able to learn Torah, the people who would be able to disseminate the understandings and the knowledge of Torah. All of them needed an extra measure of compassion. And they got that in the Galut. And that may be the reason that HaKadosh Baruch Hu offered compassion to Moshe Rabbeinu to the people who knew about being compassionate 
And he says, Reshit HaGalut could be Azuchalene. Still, there's a question. The book of Shemot has two parts to it. Part A, the first part, Shemot Vayre Bo B'Shalach Yidro B'Shvatim, is about Yitziat Mitzrayim and Kabbalat Torah. The second part of the book of Shemot is a very detailed exposition of how exactly to build the Mishkan, the tabernacle. How exactly do you do it again and again? And what does that have to do? What does that have to do with Sefer Gu'ula? And we know from the model of Bereshit that the Rambam said, Sefer Yitzirah is the name of the entire book of Bereshit from beginning to end, including the list of names of people who came down to Mitzrayim, also part of Yitzirah. Also part of Yitzhak. So what about the second part of the Mishkan? The Mishkan part of the book of Shemot, how does that fit in with Geula? So the Rambam says this programmatic statement of great importance, I think, the Hinei HaGalut, Hinei HaGalut, Einenu Nishlam, Galut, it's very interesting, easy to know when the galut is enforced. When you're enslaved in Egypt, that's galut. But we usually say when we get out of Egypt, that's gu'ula. And the Ramban wants to investigate that notion. And he says, when, when is gu'ula? I mean, just because you're running away from the Egyptians, they're still following you. They're still trying to kill you. They're still trying to do you in. I mean, how do you know? So when is it that you get to Gula? <clears throat> he says, Enanishlam, Inea Galut, Agalut, the exile, is not completed. Enanishlam, Ad Yom Shuvam El Mikomam, Bel Malat Avotam Yeshu. You see these two things, these two conditions? El Mekomam, to Eretz Kenan, El Malat Avotam Yeshuvu. They have to return to the standard of their fathers. Because the Avot are not just simply the people who allowed the family of Yaakov to be created, but they're the ones who maintain a connection with the with them all all the time. And so when was that? When they went out of Mitzrayim, he said, even though they had left the place of slavery, they weren't slaves any longer. They were still considered to be Exiled. I mean, they were they weren't home. They didn't get to where they wanted to be. One, they were in a, a world, a land that didn't belong to them. They were in the desert, a place where no one could live. And it says in the pasuk, "Nivuchim ba'midbar." They were confused in the desert. What do you mean confused in the desert? They didn't know exactly where they were going. They didn't know where the goal was. They were lost. 
and they came to Sinai where the Torah was to be given to them. And the Torah was given, and they built the Mishkan. And according to the Ramban, Gula is also connected to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Like Chazal say that when the Jews went into exile, Hakadosh Baruch Hu went into exile with them. It's just a little bit. Uh, the major says the Kotel Ma'aravi. There is the the presence of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Veshav Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu was in exile. But when they made the Mishkan, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu came back and created a Shechina connection between God and the people. It was at that time when they built the Mishkan the second half of the book of Shemot, El Ma'alot Avodehem Shavul, Shavul, they came back and were, that's what, that's what Gula is. Gula is not just going back to the physical land that they were in, but Gula means going back to the standing of the Avot, Ma'alot Avotam. And the mystery of God was dwelling on their tents. It was they were living with God to a certain extent. Very often this is compared to HaKadosh Bochu on the Merkava, HaKadosh Bochu on the wagon, on the wagon which, you know, Kings would travel on. Says, Heim Heim Amerkava. They become the Merkava. And then they are redeemed. So again, besides the remarkable nature of what the Ramban is saying, the Ramban, for the book of Shemot, explained to us that it's one book, the whole thing. Yitziat Mitzrayim, Matan Torah, the building of the Mishkan, even the Cheta Egel, it's all one. It's all one, and it's all about Geula. In order to get to the level of Geula, first you have to desire it. You have to understand that you're going to get more than if you move to Madagascar. Or you get more if you move than if you move to New Zealand. What's at stake? What's at stake, according to the Ramban, is a relationship with the Kodesh And what pointed to that relationship to the Kodesh were the Avot. Yavot, who lived in the in the shadow of God. The Avot, 
So again, Avot are given the credit of Yitzirah, of the capacity to reflect on Galut and to become filled with Gula, with feelings, with feelings of Gula. And uh, therefore, he says, that even though the book starts with Yitziat Mitzrayim, if you ask the question, when was Yitziat Mitzrayim? When was it that the Jews were able to, to see themselves as leaving, leaving the Galut, leaving the exile that they were in? So the answer to that is when they built the Mishkan. And they return themselves to the state of the Avot. They became the wagon on which HaKadosh Baruch Hu placed himself. And, uh, okay, I think the Ramban has given us something to think about. All the best. Have a good Shabbos. Be well.